the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. And taking the shot to ground down. Bailed. He missed the catch. And he gets it for the touchdown. The catch is made by Calvin Ridley. Wilson, as he throws deep down. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, January 18th, currently 12.04 on the East Coast. Here to talk about some more NBA player props for the nine-game schedule in the association tonight. And joining me, as usual, to help me break down some player props. You guys know him as a voice on the NFL Gambling Podcast, as well as the college basketball experience it's ryan mcintyre ryan your team is the only team that is not in the playoffs this year how did you feel about that my man oh yeah don't remind me it's uh if there's a scenario where you can see all three nfc east teams lose this weekend please let me know because that's what i'm rooting for money Go not parlay it yeah well <laughs> well one one is going to qualify because it'll be eagles and giants but yeah um it's going to be a hell of a weekend, though. But uh, what's been going on with you, my man? I know we just we're busy with NFL. You're knee deep in college basketball. But what else is going on? Yeah, not much. I mean, college, like you said, college hoops in the full swing of things. It's conference play. We're probably about a third through. It's can't believe it's already January the 18th. I mean, we'll be in Vegas for March Madness here in no time. Yes. Yes. Definitely looking forward to that. I will do my best to be out there with you guys. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Um, it's right around the corner, man. It's crazy. As soon as like NBA is, uh, or sorry, the, uh, Super Bowl is over. It's about what we're a couple, about a month away from March madness and then MLB season starts. So it's, yeah, like we, we talked about this multiple times. It's sports, um, 365 days a year for us. The coverage never stops at the sports gambling podcast network, but Ryan, there's a bigger issue that we do need to address is that I think you sucked all the juice out of Giannis and he hasn't played a game uh, (laughs) over the past week or so. So I'm not saying you're to blame, but there might be a little bit of a correlation there between uh, you taking all the overs and cashing with Giannis and now him being injured. Yeah, no, I, 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 I guess I got every little ounce left of uh, Giannis that's left for this regular season for the time being. Uh, how long do you think Giannis is going to be out? I'm, I'm seeing maybe a couple weeks. Yeah, so I think that they've been actually classifying it as knee soreness on the official injury report, but usually guys take a couple of days off and then they'll play a game and, and, you know, we kind of forget about it. But for me, it feels like it's, it's a bigger issue with what's going on with his knee because he hasn't played a game uh, since, let me see here. When's the last time Giannis played? It was back on been, January been about a week, right? 11th. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's been about a week till a week from, or at least a week ago uh, where he didn't play. Or he did play a game um, in that span. I think Milwaukee has played, I want to say, three to four games in that span. They've played four games. Uh, their next game is not till Saturday, so it'll be interesting to see if he does suit up in that game for the 
uh, Milwaukee Bucks. But I think that if he's not able to go in that game, I think that there's something there's a deeper issue that we just don't know about yet. So uh, we'll definitely keep an eye out for that for Giannis and the injury. But, you know, the Bucks have been playing just fine without uh, Giannis in the lineup. I know they've won four of their last six games. Uh, they've gone two and two without him. Back-to-back wins against the Indiana Pacers and the Toronto Raptors yesterday um, when he did get ruled out. I think the anticipation for a lot of people, Ryan, was that that it was a back-to-back situation that he would sit out the Indiana Pacers game and then we would, and at least I would have thought that he was going to play in the Toronto game, but he got ruled out for that. But again, like I mentioned, they still have a couple of days off here. Again, it gives them some more time to rest the knee and, and hopefully it's something too serious for uh, Giannis. Yeah, and like you said, they're in it for the long haul, so I, there's no reason to risk it, especially when they can win some games without him mm-hmm. and ca- kind of bring that bench along so that they're ready for that stretch run in April, May, and June. Yeah, um, they're still waiting for Chris Middleton to come back, but Drew Holiday has just been playing out of his mind for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in, in that span without uh, Giannis in the lineup. Uh, last five games for Drew Holiday, he's averaging 27 points per game, 8.8 assists per game, shooting at about 56.7% from the floor and close to 46% from beyond the arc. So, um, you know, when you have a guy like that, a great one of the better two-way players in the association, uh, and you get contributions from guys like Bobby Portis. We talked about him at volumes on the prop cast as well as Brooke Lopez. Um, Joe Ingles, I think, in the last game against Toronto looked very good for them as well. So uh, hopefully it's nothing too serious for Giannis. Um, anything else around the association you may have noticed over the past couple of days here, uh, Ryan, before we get into our player props? Yeah, did LeBron get 10 years younger? I mean, he's playing out of his mind right now. <laughs> It seems like it. I know he just passed yeah. uh, the 38,000 po- career points milestone. I think it was the game against, was it the Rockets? I think he did that against, or was it, I think it was Philly, one of the two teams. But um, yeah, I mean, without Anthony Davis, it's really had to be LeBron because mm-hmm. it's there's just no other help. I mean, there's no consistent other help, is what I should say, because they're still dealing with two key injuries outside of Anthony Davis with Austin Reeves, who's who's been pretty good for them, and also Lonnie Walker, who's been out for them. So LeBron has to be the guy for them. And, you know, like you talked about last five games, he's averaging close to 34 points per game, 9.4 rebounds and nine assists per uh, per contest. But, yeah, um, he's been playing real well here, uh, uh, Ryan. Yeah, no, I mean, those, those are the stat lines that he put up, what, three, four years ago. And he's kind of, like you said, with Anthony Davis, he's getting older. So he's gone away from it. Uh, but as of late, man, he's looked like the old LeBron for, for a little bit here. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully they get uh, Anthony Davis back soon to take some pressure off of LeBron. Because like you mentioned, he's been playing he's been playing a lot of minutes as well, right? He's averaging about 37.7 over his last five games. Um, they've had a couple games that went into double overtime, but... Uh, you know, it, whether you're a LeBron hater or whether you love LeBron, LeBron and he's your goat, I think we have to give credit to him on how well he has maintained his his body throughout his career. And he's, you know, he's spent quite a bit of money on, you know, being in game shape, I think we should say, and, and just prolonging his his career in the association. Um, sitting here at 38 years old, it seems like 
he's like the Tom Brady of the NBA where he could probably play another two, three seasons if he wanted to, uh, just the way he does take care of his body. And it's incredible to watch because, again, sooner rather than later, LeBron eventually is going to hang it up. So I think that, you know, we got to enjoy what LeBron does on any given night despite his team not being very good. But, um, yeah, you're right, man. It seems like he's playing like this is his rookie season. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into our player props here, Ryan. Why don't you lead us off here for this Wednesday night schedule? What's your first player prop for tonight? Yeah, I'm going to go with the over and the guy we just talked about. I'm going to take uh, LeBron over 41 and a half. I'm seeing points and assists. And my logic is against the Kings, he's scored over what is it, over 30 in the last five meetings, and that was most of them with Anthony Davis. So I think there's more shot volume even there without Anthony Davis. You look at his field goal attempts in those last five games that we touched on, 26, 23, 28, 28, 19. So he's averaging 25 attempts, so the the volume is there, and the ball's going to be in his hands. He's averaging nine assists as well. So I'm going to go over 41.5 for LeBron and yeah, the Kings I mean- on guard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the total in this game that's sitting at, what, 245 points, I mean, the only way you can look at is overs uh, in this game. Um, yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, right, LeBron's just having a lot of success, not only against the Kings, but, <laughs> excuse me, overall uh, for the season, um, he's getting the shot attempts, he's he's scoring the points, and like you mentioned, against the Sacramento Kings, where he scored 30-plus points over the last five meetings, but more importantly, also the assist as well. Uh, he's had at least five assists in uh, five straight games against the Kings. Uh, this is going to be, the, I believe it's the third or fourth matchup already between these two teams, and mm-hmm. in the two games already this season, 37-7, and seven, and then 31-11 and 11 for LeBron. So, uh, again, I think you know, don't be surprised if he drops another 40 here tonight against the Sacramento Kings. So, um, yeah, I love that play for LeBron here tonight against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, all right, for my first player prop, Ryan, I'm going to go over to the game between the Miami Heat and the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm going to take C.J. McCollum's. I'm going to take his three-point shots here tonight at, at plus odds. Uh, that's currently – um, excuse me, sitting at three and a half at plus 115. And, you know, we've talked over the past couple of weeks here, Ryan, how McCollum's just been on a tear since um, Zion Williamson went down with a hamstring injury. Again, they still continue to be without Brandon Ingram. So he's really have to been the the offense for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. But I think what I've really noticed about CJ McCollum is that he's been lighting it up from beyond the three-point line for the Pelicans. He's shooting the ball at 40.1% on the season from beyond the arc, but that percentage uh, increases to 43.2% over the last five games. And at home this season in the Smoothie King Arena, uh, he's shooting it at 43%. Uh, he's knocked down at least five, sorry, uh, excuse me, at least four three-pointers in five out of the last seven games. I know he hasn't done it in back-to-back games here uh, for the Pelicans, but What I also noticed is that Miami Heat's three-point defense has not been very good, at least over the last 10 games. They're allowing their opponents to make an average of 13.5 per game, which ranks number 24 out of the 30 teams. They're also allowing uh, close to 39% uh, shooting from beyond the arc to their opponents, which ranks number 26 out of 30 teams. So I I think McCollum, 
can get it done here tonight. Um, I think he can get some looks here. He's, like I said, he's been knocking them down consistently, shooting it at 40% or better. Uh, so I'll take CJ McCollum over three and a half three-point shots here made uh, at plus 115 as player prop number one, Ryan. Yeah, I like this angle because we always talk about the volume that he's going to get when Zion's not in the lineup. So uh, he kind of carries more of the load when he's out. So I, I, I like that play as well in the over. All right, take us to player prop number two. What do you got? I'm going to go to uh, the Cleveland and Memphis game, and uh, these are two of the better uh, defensive teams in the NBA. And I am seeing Darius Garland's uh, point total at 20, 23.5. I'm going to go the under, and I know uh, Garland's been playing well as of late, but I just think that this Memphis Grizzlies team is really good defensively and both kind of play on the slower side of things. And you look at what he's done against the Grizzlies in his career, he's only averaging 16 points a game, mainly because one of Memphis's pedigrees is they – they pride themselves on the defensive end. So I'm going to go under 23 and a half. I think it's a tad too high. I think he's more in the teens. Um, so under 23 and a half for Darius Garland here. Yeah. Also, I was looking at this as well. I know um, Donovan Mitchell is going to be out for this game or is officially listed as doubtful, but even without um, Mitchell in the lineup, Garland hasn't really excelled. It's been really the other guys that step up in his absence uh, when Mitchell is not playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You kind of just look at it this season, and you mentioned this as well, that he hasn't gone over this projection uh, without uh, Donovan Mitchell in the lineup. He's had I think it's, yeah, four games. He did have the 51-point game. I mean, I think that's a huge outlier against the Minnesota yes. Timberwolves, who, again, that perimeter defense is not very good. But the other three games against Sacramento, 18 points, 13 against the OKC Thunder, um, and then he had 21 against the Denver Nuggets. So three out of the four games, at least this season, he hasn't gone over this projection um, without Donovan Mitchell in the lineup. So I think it's a good pivot. I think that you no, know, the Memphis Christians perimeter defense, whether it's Jaw matched up on him or if it's Dylan Brooks, I think they can definitely slow him down, um, which will – probably uh, have to make the other guys on that roster step up for the Cleveland Cavaliers, whether it's the two twin towers inside with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, or whether it's going to be Kevin Love, whether it's going to be Karis LeVert, somebody else is going to have to step up for them, Ryan. Yes, no, I agree with you. I, Memphis is not just going to let your best option beat you, so it's gonna they're going to make the others, as they say in the NBA, uh, beat them from the perimeter. Yep. All right, uh, let me go over to player prop number two for myself. I am going to go over to the game between the – let's go over to Washington versus New York here tonight, and I'm going to take Julius Randle over 12.5 rebounds here tonight. And when I was looking at his box score um, – or sorry, his game log over the past couple of weeks here, this guy has just been on a tear rebounding the basketball for the New York Knicks. He's averaging 15.6 rebounds per game over the last five games for the New York Knicks. Um, and they're going up against, uh, like I mentioned, the Wizards here tonight who are giving up about 12 rebounds per game to that powered forward position. But – Despite being an above-average rebounding team in the Washington Wizards, Randall has had success against the Warriors. Uh, sorry, against the Wizards. I'm sorry. Um, in his career, you take a look at the matchup earlier this season. Julius Randall had 23 points and 16 rebounds in that game, um, and Randall has grabbed 13 or more rebounds 
in 12 of the last 18 games overall, and he's grabbed 13 or more rebounds in every game since uh, we turned the calendar year in 2023, except for one game. So I expect him to continue dominating the boards here tonight for the New York Knicks at home. So I'm going to take it's a big number, but it's, it's a big number for a reason. I'm not scared of it. Julius Randle over 12 and a half rebounds here tonight. Um, Ryan. I like it, and the last few times that he played that, like you touched on, 17-16 and 16 against these Wizards. The Wizards struggle defensively, struggle to rebound the basketball. I think it's a good spot for Randall to continue his uh, success on the backboards. Yep. Uh, all right, before we continue our player props here, let me tell you guys about a presenting sponsor. That's going to be WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The, the NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. And if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, get 100. Limited state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers up to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Ryan, take us over to player prop number three. What do you got for tonight? I'm going to go to mile high where we got the Nuggets and Timberwolves. I'm looking at the Joker here. I'm seeing his points and rebounds at 37.5. I'm going to go on the over here. He's playing unbelievable basketball right now, um, averaging 24 and, what is it, 13 over the last uh, five games. I mean, the other night he had 36 and 12. And this Timberwolves team, man, they like to play fast, a lot of possessions. They're not the best defensive team. So I anticipate an up-and-down game between the Denver Nuggets and Minnesota Timberwolves. More possessions, more opportunities for the Joker to bring in rebounds, and then obviously he could score the basketball as well. I mean, I'm not going to take it under with the Joker. I mean, like you mentioned, he's he's just been tearing it up. Um scoring the I mean the scoring is down a little bit this year but obviously when you get Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back after missing pretty much the entire season last year um somewhere somewhere for Jokic is he's going to take a dip and that's been in the scoring department but his rebounding has been there all season um assists have been there for him all season he is four of the last five games He's recorded a triple double he's rebounding the basketball well uh he's recorded 11 or more rebounds and Four of the last five games, he scored uh, 12 or more rebounds in three of the last five games. Um, the assists are there for him as, as well. So, again, he's just a guy that fills up the box score, right? And like you mentioned there, he's averaging 23 points per game in his last five games, 13.2 rebounds, more importantly, and assists at 11.8. I'm, I'm really curious to see if he ends up, Ryan, uh, averaging a triple-double when the season does end, he's only 0.2 assists behind to averaging a triple double. He's already averaging 25 points per game, but also 11 rebounds, but he's at 9.8 assists. Yeah, no, he's been unbelievable. He's such a fun player to watch over these last couple of years. Obviously he's got the multiple MVPs, but uh, I mean, you can make another case for him this year. 
Yeah, and I think there's some people are really struggling with that conversation of giving Jokic a, the uh, a third straight MVP. But I'm look, I'm not going to argue against it. What this guy is able to do, and if you actually watch this guy play basketball, you'll understand why uh, he's just so good. He just makes it look so effortless out there for uh, for the Denver Nuggets. So um, yeah, uh, definitely can get behind a Jokic prop here uh, tonight for sure. Um. All right, let me go over to my third player prop. I'm going to go over to that game between the OKC Thunder and the Indiana Pacers. Um, We usually talk about SGA a lot, but I'm going to go with Josh Giddy here tonight on his points, rebounds, and assists to go over 33 and a half. And Josh Giddy has been playing really, really good basketball. He's kind of flying under the radar, number one, because he's in a market in OKC where nobody really pays attention to. And number two, he's in the shadows of SGA, right? Because anytime we talk about the Thunder, it's always about Shea, Gilchis, Alexander. But for me, Josh Giddy, you just kind of take a look at what he's been able to do over the past several games. Uh, he's filling up the box score over his last five games. He's averaging 20 points per game, 8.6 rebounds, and 7.6 assists per game. Uh, he's gone over this projection of 33 and a half, I believe, in four straight games for the uh, OKC Thunder. Uh, against Miami, he recorded a triple-double of 18, 15, and 10. He had um, the one game he didn't get, it was against Philly, but that was in a blowout. Um, he fell one stat short of getting over 33 and a half. But against the uh, Chicago Bulls, he finished up with 25 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. In the last game against the Brooklyn Nets, 28 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. So, um the, we talk about SGA and how, how great of a score he is, but also with Josh Giddy, he fills up the stat sheet. And like I mentioned, he's a guy that can rebound the basketball. He can uh, he can dish out the ba- basketball, get assist as well. And y'all can also fill up the, the, the bucket with getting points as well. So I'm going to back Josh Giddy here tonight against the Pacers. I think this is going to be another game where we do see a lot of points being put up. I currently see that total at around 238 points. So the books are expecting this to be a higher scoring game. And when I do see these higher scoring games here, Ryan, I automatically look at the over. So uh, I'm going to go Josh Giddy PRA over 33 and a half. Yeah, I like it. And you, you touch on it. He's playing really good basketball as of late. And the Pacers, I mean, they like to play fast and they, they don't really like to defend either. So it's uh, the volume for field goal attempts is there as well with uh, 21 and 18 in the last two games. So I like to play for Giddy. All right. So that's three player props. Each, uh, we usually save our best ones, obviously, in the best bets segment. So let's just get right into it here, Ryan. Let's kick it off and close out the show with our best bets for this Wednesday night schedule in the association. I'll let you lead it off here. What's your best bet for tonight? I am going to go to the Atlanta Hawks and Dallas Mavericks game. and I'm actually going to give out an under here for my okay. best bet. Um, I'm going to go to Luca. I'm going to go under on Luca's points and rebound or sorry, points and assists. I'm seeing it at 43 and a half. And I know everybody's like, man, how do you go and under with Luca? But you look at what Luca's done against the Atlanta Hawks in his career. I know ironically he was in that trade with Trey Young mm-hmm. with these two teams He's only averaging 22 points a game and eight assists. So um, he's never gone over that point in assists, 43 and a half 
uh, combined total in his career. So I just think this number is just a little bit inflated just because of how good Luka is. I think he'll finish somewhere in the 30s. So I'll go under 43 and a half. I think the added part to this is that now they have another defender in DeJounte Murray who can yep. try to contain Luka. I'm not saying he's going to do it because Luka is one of the hardest uh, players to guard in the NBA. But this, like the stats that you just put out for Luca when he uh, has faced against Atlanta, all those games obviously were without DeJounte Murray. Um, and now you add a guy like DeJounte. If he is matched up on him, I think that he can give him some fits and slow him down. Uh, they also have the length, right? You talk about DeAndre Hunter as well. Um, you talk about um, Kongwu, another guy that's versatile that can, you know, try to stay in front of Luca and, and throw some different bodies at him. Um, when I see those PRAs or the PAs that are like above like 40, like 42 and a half, 43 and a half, I tend to stay away from it to take the over. But again, yeah, contrarian play to go on the under here. I mean, like you mentioned, all five games or all six games in his career against the Atlanta Hawks have gone under that projection for points and assists. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like it. Again, the stats back it up. And again, defensively, uh, there are bodies that they can throw at Luca to kind of, you know, give them different looks and try to slow them down. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. It's uh, And Dallas doesn't play fast either. They're yeah. second slowest team in the NBA. Yeah. So I think that's why they have a lot of unders. And we saw it last year in the postseason as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, for my best bet, I'm going to go over to the game here in my hometown. That's going to be between the Charlotte uh, Hornets and the Houston Rockets. I'm going to go Jalen Green over two and a half three-point shots made here tonight. And we'll take a look at the Hornets' three-point defense over the last 10 games of the regular season. They're one of the worst three-point defending teams in the association. The Hornets are allowing opposing teams to shoot around close to 38% from beyond the arc, but they're also giving up close to 15 makes per game, which ranks number 28 out of 30 teams. Coincidentally, the Rockets are also a very bad three-point shooting uh, defense, but we knew the Rockets are just a bad defense overall. Like We've talked about that uh, all season on the prop cast here of how bad the defense is. <clears throat> Excuse me for the Rockets, uh, but the Hornets, they're also allowing opposing teams to attempt about close to 39 per game from beyond the arc. Jalen Green, despite struggling, uh, shooting it at an efficient percentage, he's not shy about getting them up uh, for the Houston Rockets, at least a three-point shot. Uh, over the last five games, Green is averaging close to 10 attempts per game from beyond the arc, and he's making an average of 3.2, but Kind of take a look for Jalen Green. He's knocked down at least three three-pointers in four of the last five games for the Houston Rockets. I know they've been without Kevin Porter Jr. for, I think, the last two games. Um, he is listed questionable here tonight with a foot injury. And the ball has primarily been in Jalen Green's hand. So um, I expect the Rockets, in particular Jalen Green, to have some success here tonight against the struggling three-point defense of the Charlotte Hornets. This is going to be – this is the tank bowl uh, early in the season with the two teams that have the worst records. I think defense is going to be optional here tonight. I expect Jalen Green to at least uh, get his from beyond the arc here tonight, Ryan. So for my best bet, I'm going Jalen Green over two-and-a-half, three-point shots made here tonight. Yeah, you mentioned it. Defense will be optional in this game. This is going to be like a pickup game or a summer league game. You'll see – actually, you'll see better defense in the summer league game. Um, yeah. You may, you mentioned it, though, like with Jalen Green. The vol, the volume's there for the threes, too. He's averaging in the month of January nine three-point attempts, three, three makes a game, so right at 33%. If he's getting nine attempts up tonight, I, I uh, expect him to make at least three of them. So I like this play as well. And there's going to be a lot of possessions because it'll be an up-and-down game with two bad defensive basketball teams. 
Yeah, I mean, Charlotte, I think they're tops or not. Yeah, I think they're in the top five, if I'm not mistaken, as far as um, possessions per game. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, yeah, defensively, there's just not been very good. I think you and I have talked about this a lot, that anytime I see LaMelo Ball back on the floor for the Charlotte Hornets, that defense just takes a significant dip on their defensive rating. Um, Yeah, Charlotte is top five as far as uh, possessions per game and pace per game, um, or pace as well. And like I mentioned, the three-point defense for both of these teams, as far as makes allowed, is bottom four in the entire league. So expect the three balls to be flying here tonight between these two squads. All right, Ryan, uh, that's going to do it, man, for this episode of the PropCast for the NBA Player Props. Uh, Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, bud? No, not really. I mean, like I said, go go check out the college basketball experience uh, every single night. We're there, and uh, we'll have the NFL divisional round previews here at the end of the week. Yeah, uh, winding, like we said, uh, winding down the NFL uh, season. We're into the divisional round this coming weekend, and we'll uh, we'll know who's going to be playing for the conference championships after this weekend. So definitely come check us out on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Uh, just covering every single game like we have been throughout the season, uh, DFS lineups, player props as well. So um, we've been we've been doing pretty well with our picks this uh, season and in the playoffs. So hopefully we can continue that all the way to the Super Bowl. So again, check us out on the NFL Gambling Podcast. And like Ryan mentioned, check out the college basketball experience. If you're just a a a nut for the uh, for basketball, go check out. Uh, Kobe and 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 Ryan every single night on the college basketball experience, getting you ready for the following following day games to get ahead of the lines uh, and beat the uh, closing lines there for uh, the college basketball. So, a lot of stuff going on on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. All right, make sure to follow Ryan on Twitter at Money Like Money Line <laughs> underscore Mag. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Nerd eight two four. Uh, We'll be back on Friday for some more NBA player props. Rod and I will be doing the uh, NFL divisional round player props later this week as well. And if you haven't already subscribed to the PropCast, leave us a rating and review. Till then, good luck with your picks here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.